You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You know, how come when I screw up at my job, nobody sends me pastries? I don't understand. I don't Ben Roethlisberger turns the ball over seven times and he gets free food? If I messed up that much, all I'd get are walking papers. What's up, everyone? My name's Mark K. Thanks so much for joining me. This is the Mark K. Show on News 104.5 WOKV. And, and we'll get back to football here. And a lot going on with this game. Uh, you got Ben Roethlisberger still being trolled by Sonatis here in Jackson. That was on TMZ. They're big time, man. They're on TMZ. Uh, by the way, I just I put together a video. And if you want to go to uh, my Facebook page, it's Mark K. on Facebook. I put together a, the case for why everyone in America should be a Jacksonville Jaguars fan this year or this Sunday at least not just this Sunday when you're looking at the Patriots when you look at a, a team like the Patriots an organization with the likes of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft and the rest of them uh, whatever like four or five I mean, they have more I mean they have more Lombardi trophies than I think I have fingers on my left hand wait which hand do I have four fingers you know what I have four fingers on both it doesn't matter they've got a lot of trophies and uh, and it's someone else's turn so if you're not a Jaguars fan uh you know it, that's it doesn't matter Go to my Facebook page, Mark K. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter too, Mark K. Show, and uh, and watch that video, and and hopefully we can, hopefully we can make a fan out of you at least at least just for one day, uh, and hopefully you know it'll hopefully we'll have a win, and you know yeah, Leonard Fournette yesterday by the way in a car accident too. That was great. Everyone was freaking out. As, as soon as you say star running back's name with car accident attached to it, days before the AFC Championship, everybody was freaking out. But apparently he was okay. He got out of the car. Uh, he you know, talked to the police. He autographed the bumper <laughs> that fell off of the other car and gave it to the guy. And, uh, and, then, and then they you know, they went on their way. And the guy left with an autographed bumper and also a citation for reckless driving. But you know what? Who cares? Uh, that's an awesome story, and, uh, and we're glad, like we said, that everyone's okay. Hey, speaking of people who aren't okay, I want to talk a little bit about Jeff Flake, a Republican uh, senator from Arizona. Jeff Flake, I didn't know this, but Jeff Flake was legitimately born in a town called Snowflake, Arizona. Jeff Flake was, he was born in a town called Snowflake, Arizona, which is, I, I mean, what's the irony there? The guy was born in a town that describes exactly what he is. I didn't even know, I didn't even know this was a thing. Of course, it does make perfect sense, seeing as how I was born in badass North Carolina. <laughs> I'm, just kidding, I'm just kidding. I was born, I was born in Bald, North Carolina. Uh, they're, they're, they're very close by. A slim line uh, separates the two. But this guy was born in Snowflake, uh, Arizona. And now that he's, he said, you know, now that he's retiring from this, and now that he's like, I'm out of here, I'm done. Now that, you know, he's, he's, he's going to spin down that swamp drain uh, back into obscurity, he's lashing out at the president. He's openly lashing out in front of God and everybody uh, at President Trump. I have a there's a bunch of clips. I don't, I, I don't even know. They're all bad. But let me just preface this. They're all going to make you go, what a horrible person. But I, I'm going to play them in order. I don't know how they're set up. Just listen to them. And then we'll talk about each each clip. This was on the floor, I believe, of the Senate yesterday. Hold on. I, got, I think this is the button. An American president who cannot take criticism who must constantly deflect and distort and distract, who must find someone else to blame 
is charting a very dangerous path. Okay, uh, a, a pre this is a problem for him because a lot of people don't like a lot of things about Donald Trump. And it's all just when you think you've pinpointed what people don't like about Donald Trump, you just they, they go, they throw you for a loop. And now here's Jeff Flake saying there's all this stuff that we don't like about Donald Trump. But now we don't like that. He never admits that he's wrong, that he always wants to deflect, that he always wants to pass the buck and the blame. And an American president who always deflects is charting a dangerous course. I don't understand anything about what he's saying here. And I think if he thought about it, too, he wouldn't understand it either. Because why is a president who deflects charting a dangerous course? Why is a president who, who uh, passes blame to other people who may potentially be to blame, why is, that, why is that any different than what our former president and presidents have done? And why is that not in, I mean, where is the job description that these guys are reading from? That's one of the biggest problems with the presidency is there's no job description. There's, there's three things. Number one, you got to be American-born. Number two, you got to be 35. Number three, you have to have lived here for a while. I want to say like 14 years or 15 years. Anyway, you have to have actually physically been in the country for a long time. That's it. That's all. There's no other stipulation. You don't have to be a man. You don't have to be white. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be any of those things. You can be black. You can be, uh, you can be Hispanic. You can be a woman. You can be all three. You can be whatever you want, as long as you're 35, as long as you were born in the United States of America, and as long as you've been here for the last 15 years. You can run and get elected for president, and that's it. But for some reason, there is this, this, this I don't know, specter of uh, the, these unwritten rules and, and bylaws for presidents. And if, and if Donald Trump, pardon me, when Donald Trump just blows through them all, People get their, people get their their panties in a wad. Jeff Jeff Flake from Snowflake, Arizona, among uh, among the top. What here's a figure in oh, power here, reflects. Oh, hold on, here's another one. Let's play this one. Wait, maybe. When a figure hold. in power reflexively calls any press that doesn't suit him fake news, it is that person who should be the figure of suspicion, not the press. Okay, now I get and, and I and I think I think I understand what's going on here. OK, now he's attacking Donald Trump for attacking the press, attacking Donald Trump for attacking the fake news. And the problem you have here is that Jeff Flake, what's he going to do? He's going to retire. OK, what happens to retired senators? They do one of two things. Number one, they become consultants. And they go and work for some other politician. They charge them a lot of money. Uh, they, they help them with, with you know, uh, campaigns and things like that. They give them insight into, uh, you know, and, and, and when they're uh, doing favors, they get to talk to the, their, their cronies, basically, and say, hey, here, you know, I got a friend of mine. I need to... Basically, they become power brokers. Or the other thing. The other thing that happens is when they leave office, if they're not going to go be a power broker or a consultant, they go and they become a talking head on the media. They become a television reporter or pundit, if you will. And so here's Jeff Flake and he's walking out the door and he's thinking, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do next? I'm going to be either a consultant or I'm going to be a talking head. Either way, I probably need to be in the good graces of the television media. And the print media. If I'm going to be a consultant and I'm going to and I'm going to curry favor with people, then I definitely need to be in their good graces. And if I'm a TV star, if I'm looking to get hired by some major network to do nothing but, you know, spout obscenities and and, and half truths about the president and, and insult him every day, then I definitely then I definitely need to cotton up to the press. And I feel 
And I feel like that's exactly what is happening. I feel like that's exactly what's going on with any one of these uh, senators or congresspeople who leave and start just, and on the way out the door, just start attacking President Trump. Despotism is the enemy of the people. The free press is the despot's enemy, which makes the free press the guardian of democracy. Hmm. The interesting thing about this is, <laughs> the, the interesting thing about this is that he is telling uh, the president and everybody who will listen that the press has freedom and apparently, according to him, should have unchecked freedom. The press should have unchecked freedom, unrestricted freedom. Freedom. They should be able to say and do and investigate and write and talk about anything they want. They should be able to to uh, put a check on the despot or as he's you know really A.K.A. the president of the United States in this case. And they shouldn't have to answer to anyone. Whatever they say goes because they are free. But the president of the United States, the president of the uh, the country that guarantees these freedoms, the leader of the free world, he should not have freedom of, of his own. He should not have the freedom to speak out against the press. And this is the common problem we have. And this is the common argument. Donald Trump is a citizen of the United States. Donald Trump is American-born. And Donald Trump is currently the elected leader of the United States. He runs the executive wing of the, uh, of the uh, executive branch of government. Now, when you look at all that, he gets the same freedoms that any member of the press has. He gets the same freedom of speech. He gets the same freedom of religion. He gets the same uh, freedom of uh, to carry a weapon. He gets all the freedoms that we have, every single one of us. But for Jeff Flake and so many other people in the media and uh, in the Democratic Party and on the left, the freedoms that the press have are there. They are number one pinnacle. The press should have unchecked liberty. But the president, on the other hand, should not. Whereas, according to the Constitution, the president has every right to deflect and to defer and to pass blame and to attack the press. Because if the press is there to keep a check on the, on the, uh, on the despot, as Jeff Flake says, shouldn't there be someone there to keep check on the press? It's supposed to be us. It's supposed to be the consumer. But luckily... Thanks to, thanks to Donald Trump and thanks to his Twitter account, we've got another person keeping an eye on the press and another person keeping them in check. And Jeff Flake, future member of the press, mark my words, is, uh, is not happy about it. And of course the president has it precisely backward. Despotism is the enemy of the people. The free press is the despot's enemy. Hmm. I believe that the free press, he speaks correctly, is... Uh, there to keep a check on the despot. But when the free press takes advantage of their freedom, I mean, look, whenever you have, we, we are a free country. We are a country of freedoms. But we are a country of freedoms to a point. You know, there's, there's the tired old example that you can't run into a crowded theater and yell fire. That's a limit on your freedom of speech. You know, you can't uh, sacrifice your children if that's in your religious belief system because, well, that's murder. So you can practice your religion, you just can't kill innocent victims. Okay? I think in some states you can't even sacrifice a chicken if that's what you're into. Because there's animal cruelty laws. There is a limit to it. We have, uh, we have libel laws. Donald Trump wants to make them stronger. Of course he does. Because he is the victim of so many of them. There are limits to every one of our freedoms. Freedom, uh, the Second Amendment. We can all carry guns, sort of, after we get checked out. 
to make sure that we're not crazy. Oh, and even on top of that, your employer could tell you you can't carry a gun into that building. Or some restaurant could say you can't bring that gun in here. Or an airport. Or any kind of other myriad of buildings that sets up metal detectors and has stringent gun laws. So there is an ability and a right for us to check those freedoms when it is in the public good. How come it's not in the public good to check the freedom of the press when it becomes a problem? That's all the president's saying. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. This is the Mark K Show. We got some of your phone calls coming up right after this on News 1045 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show, and my name is Mark K. <laughs> that speaks for itself. Uh, Ray is checking in from Jacksonville. Hi, Ray. How are you? Hey, Mark. I love your show, man. Well, that makes two of us, man. Well, listen, I appreciate that. Yeah, anytime. Well, look, I, I, I got two things. The first one is there's a rumor floating around. I heard about it first thing this morning is that I don't know if you can check his travel schedule or whatever, but uh, I was, I'm hearing that Tom Brady was in town and actually deflated uh, one, one of uh, our running back's tires. Fournette. Yeah. Deflate a gate times two, right? Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't travel down to Jacksonville. He wouldn't lower himself. He'd just send some of his uh, some of his trainers down here, like he did last time. And then, of course, they'd have to take the blame after it. Uh, but uh, what was the second? What was the second thing, Ray? Well, you, some, uh, somebody might want to check uh, uh, Gronkowski's travel schedule. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a good point. Yeah. Well, the, the second thing you were, we were you were talking about Flake, and here's one thing that really disturbs me. You know, we know who the Democrats are. Mm -hmm. You know, they're right out the gate. We know exactly who these people are. The funny thing about some of these doggone Republicans, they're like wolves in sheep's clothing. You know, they, they say one thing and, and, and do the exact opposite. So, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm a libertarian now. I, I got to re-register, but man, you know, we know who the Democrats are. The Republicans pretend to be something they're not. And I'm really, really just sick of some of these daggone rhino Republicans, man. It's just, it's, it's totally not good for this country at all. You know, and it is, it is when you find, this is the thing too, and it's almost, and it's almost good for people like President Trump, and it's great for people like, uh, like Rick Scott. It's great for, you know, our buddy Ron DeSantis, who's running for Rick Scott's yeah. job. The good thing about Republicans, I mean, the bad thing for the party is that you're right. So many of them are concerned about what other people think. And most importantly, they're concerned about what the Democrats think. And because of that, they'll they'll bow down or they'll roll over or they'll just step aside. And, and you know, Jeff Flake here, as he's leading office, is really showing his true colors. But the, yeah. the thing that is, when you find, and this is this is a part and parcel as to why Donald Trump is so popular. And I try to explain it to my wife. And she just does. She's all about, you know, somebody else. But here's the deal. When you find somebody who is legitimate, doesn't care, knows exactly what needs to be done and will not kowtow to anybody that is a rarity in the republican party that is a diamond and you, you know yeah. that is precious so as republicans as conservatives you know the voters will grab somebody like that and put them on a higher pedestal probably than anyone else in the party because you're right we have so many of these republicans in name only that just are are disappointing they are not jewels in the crown they're just big lump, lumps of coal Hey, thanks so much for calling, Ray. We really appreciate it. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. You can also drop me an open mic using the News 1045 WOKV mobile app. We got it on Android. We got it on iTunes. We got it everywhere. Boom. More of the Marque Show coming up. Stay tuned. Man, I'll tell you what. Everybody is excited about this game except for the people who aren't.
I know. <laughs> still, still a lot of people calling to complain. But you know what? Look, Leonard Fournette, he's in good health. He was in a car accident yesterday. It was big news yesterday. He's okay. He's at practice right now. He's practicing. I went down to the stadium yesterday. I was shooting video footage for a video that I just posted on my Facebook page. And, you know, when you look at it, when you look at the grand scheme of things, I basically, I feel like this time around, everybody could be a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. I don't care. I don't care if you're a Patriots fan. I don't care if you're a Tennessee Titans fan. Man, if you're, a, if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, you definitely should be rooting for the Jaguars this year. This, uh, this weekend, rather, this Sunday. If for only one day in your life, any of you transplants that came down here from, you know, got to do wherever else. I know that when, we go, when I go to the games, I see you people there. I saw, I know all those Bills fans didn't just make the trip. You know, I know all those Bear fans that came down last year and took over our stadium. I know a lot of you live here, and that's great. And, you know, go Bears, but they're out of it. And the Patriots are still in it. And there's like, there's so many reasons not to root for the Patriots. If, number one, just sheer boredom. Sheer, but you know, turning on the Super Bowl and seeing the Patriots just like defeat another team again for another Lombardi Trophy and blah, and the, and the and the Brady and the Belichick and like, give me a break already. You know, we want something different. Uh, you, you ever watch a reality show? You know, like a Big Brother or Survivor or The Amazing Race? They change up the cast every season. Because we don't want to watch the same 14 people competing for a million dollars every single time. We want new faces. We want new blood. You know, we want, we want uh, something different. That's what we want. And that's why we want the Jaguars to go in there and just, what did that one guy say? Duval. Go Jags. Kill Brady, man. Yeah, we want them to go in there and kill Brady, man. And that's basically the sentiment of this video. So if you know somebody who is not a Jaguars fan or not a Patriots fan, really, if you know somebody who lives in America... Uh, go to my Facebook page right now, Mark K on Facebook, and share that video. And let's turn the entire United States of America into a Jaguars fan, at least, at least just uh, for the one day. Uh, and if you're not a fan, then you know what? Uh, then don't worry. Just you know, stay off my Facebook page because you're not going to be happy about it. Speaking of people who aren't happy, happy Jeff Flake is not happy with Donald Trump, and he's going to take every opportunity he can for the rest of the year to tell everybody all the things he hates about the president. An American president who cannot take criticism, who must constantly deflect and distort and distract, who must find someone else to blame is charting a very dangerous path. Uh, I mean, you know what? You know what to me I feel like is a more dangerous path? A president who is apathetic and apologetic and 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 you know, weak, uh, a president who's always double uh checking or or you know, re, re uh, taking back their words and their policies, a president who's who's apathetic, a president who's like, "Oh, my bad, sorry." Do you want somebody in the White House who's always taking the blame for problems or do you want somebody in the White House who's a go-getter? You know, that this whole theory that the president can't be a real person, that the president somehow has to be a fake person. Having a fake person as a president, having a big old faker, having somebody who said one thing and did something totally different. That's exactly why we have the president we have now. You know, I, I was arguing with my wife yesterday, you know, and I said, what you don't realize and what a lot of people don't realize in the press and the media and the left is that Donald Trump got more of the electoral vote. California doesn't count. The popular vote will always be swayed. But but Donald Trump was that he's the guy. He's the guy that that Americans chose. And yeah, you can have a bunch of celebrities chanting Oprah, Oprah, and you can have all the uh, all the crazies that want free tuition and pot uh, to chant Bernie Sanders, and you can get all the old people who don't like Donald Trump to vote for to vote for Joe Biden. But the fact of the matter is, Donald Trump was the person chosen by the people. And Donald Trump, no matter how cruel and vulgar and egomaniacal he is, and Donald Trump, who just doesn't ever take the blame. Look, I don't take the blame for stuff either. You know, does that make me a horrible person? 
It may, but I don't care because I get the job done. You know, I come in here every day and I do this show when you people call and you listen, hopefully, knock on wood. And, you know, and everybody's happy and I'm happy. You get the job that you're there to do a job. And making friends is not part of the job description. And the best thing about the president, you know what the best thing about the presidency is? Yeah, I'll tell you the best thing about it. This is why, this is why I'm, I'm shocked that more people don't want to run for president. We talked about how there's no job description. There's only three things the president needs to do. Be 35 years old, be an American-born citizen, and, be, and have lived here for 15 years. That's it. Mandatory, law-wise, constitutionally, all you need are those three things. But the best part about the presidency of the United States is that you basically get to write your own job description. Your campaign is your job description. And if you want to do something, you put it in there. And if you don't want to do something, you don't put it in there. And Donald Trump said, here's what I want, okay? Here's what I want my job description to be. First, I want to build a wall. Number one, we got we to gotta tighten up the border. We got we to gotta keep all the illegal immigrants who are bringing, uh, you know, destruction and crime and everything. We got to keep them all out. Terrorism, that's bad for America. Nobody wants to walk to the grocery store or go to a concert or whatever and, and, and die. You don't want to come back dead when you go out for a good time. It's horrible. It's a horrible thing. So the first thing we need to do is secure the border. That's going to be number one on my job description. What After that, uh, the economy. We're going to cut taxes. We're going to bring back jobs. We're going to make it easier for, for, uh, for large corporations to do business in the United States. We're going to close down those factories in Mexico and in Ireland and in India and wherever else they outsource jobs to. And we're going to bring them back to the United States of America. And we're going to be smart about it. And as a result, we're going to have even more money. Even more money. So we're going to take all this extra money that we have and we're going to go out to more movies and we're going to go out on more trips and we're going to go out to more concerts. And because we closed the border, we're not going to come home dead. That's the second thing he wanted to do. Then he goes, basically, I mean, basically, if you look at it, that was it. But then he wanted to rebuild the military to make America safer again. That kind of goes hand in hand with part one. He wanted to do all of these things because... That's what is important to him. That's what important. That's what important is important to America, and that's what's important to the base of voters that put him in the White House. He wrote his own job description, and what happens is, I mean, that's all it is. If you want to look at an election, it's a job interview, and instead of you know two or three people for management sitting there doing the interviews, it's us, you know, the voters. It's us, the voters, and we sit down there and we bring in a candidate and we ask them some questions. We say, so why should you be president? And they say, well, here's why. Because I'm going to close the border, you're going to be safer, and then I'm going to put a whole bunch more money in your pocket. So you're going to have money and you're going to want to go out and spend it and you're not going to worry about getting killed. And those, I'll be honest with you, to me, those are the top two things I love about life is not being, is actually being alive, number one. And the second thing I love about life is, you know, going out and doing fun stuff with my family and my friends. But mostly my family because I don't have a lot of friends. And uh, you need money to do that. You need money to, to drive to work. You need money to eat clothes, uh, to eat clothes, to buy clothes, to eat food. You want to go to Disney World? That ain't free. By a, not by a long shot. You want to fly home to see your parents? Whatever you want to do, it costs money. So, yeah. First thing is, you want to be alive, because if you're alive, not, if you're dead, nothing else matters. And that's a fact. The number one, and I don't care what the other side says, I don't care about, you know, what they say about the environment. 
I don't care what they say about about you know uh, you know the the, the the freedom of marriage and all that. The the number one thing it doesn't matter if you can marry someone of the opposite sex if you're dead. So the number one issue for every presidential candidate, the number one issue for every leader, the number one issue really for every elected official in this country, from governor to congressperson to senator to president, should be national security. Because if you're dead, none of the other things matter. It doesn't matter if you're paying less in taxes, you're dead. There's nothing that you're not paying anything in taxes. Keep Americans alive as long as possible. And then give them more money so that they can enjoy their long, illustrious American life. That's what I say. And Donald Trump hit those two things. He wrote, he wrote not only his own uh, job description, but he sold it to the American people way better than anyone else. This is Mike. Uh, Mike, thanks so much for calling. Mar- oh, hold on. We're, hold on. Wait, no, no. Mike, are you there from Jacksonville? Thanks for calling. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What did you want to say? Uh, I just was wondering if it's acceptable to you that Trump lies constantly. How do you mean Trump lies constantly? There's no accountability for his lies. I heard earlier you were saying that he's keeping the press in check, but he's not. How is he not keeping the press in check? What what lie? Let's start with a list. Let's start with a lie. Which one of the lies is he not accountable for? I will release my taxes. I will release my taxes. How many times did he say he was going to release his taxes? Well, first of all, he said that as a candidate. And second of all, he he said that he, I mean, so if you're talking about the president, that's a different story. Second of all. He just railed along a list of things he said as a candidate, and that's what people bought. Right. And he lied about releasing his taxes. When did he say I was going to release my taxes? He said, I'll release my. He said, I will release my taxes uh, when they, because there was some kind of uh, IRS investigation or whatever. Right. Audit. And right. then he said, I'll release them after the election. And then he said, nobody cares. Right. Do you care about his taxes? I do. I was in the military for 20 years, sir. Okay. And I paid my salary through my taxes. All right. And if the, if the commander-in-chief wants to sleep under the blanket of freedom that I helped provide, I think I'm entitled to know whether or not he's paid for that over the last 20 years. Mike, let me ask you this question. How does releasing his taxes make him a good or bad president? And why is it, why is it the press? Well, I, hold on one second. Why is it the press's job to investigate his tax return? Uh, excuse me. The press is the fourth estate. We, you in the media, you should know more than anything that if President Hillary Clinton had gotten elected and she started calling Fox News fake news and Rush Limbaugh fake news that your whole story would be way different. If, <laughs> first of all, if she started doing that, she'd be, uh, she'd be paraded through the streets. The only, right. reason, the only reason that Hillary Clinton would have a different reaction from our side of the press is because our side of the press is keeping her in check. It's the same thing that your side of the press is trying to do to Donald Trump. But they're doing it in a dishonest way. They're making up stories. They're making up make, dossiers. One. The Russia dossier. The fact the that media he was didn't make that up. They reported it. BuzzFeed re- released it. And BuzzFeed the is the media. media CNN jumped on it. They, they put it on their website. They sh- but they did. CNN, I mean, you can sit CNN here. Called them out for releasing it. CNN put it on their website. CNN released it. CNN went back to call them out about releasing it, but it was too late. There was also the whole, uh, you know, thing at ABC News where they talked about how, how, uh, you know, it was it Mueller was calling up uh, Donald Trump's former, uh, it was it, um, what's his name, uh, 
defense secretary. There's a lot of things going on in the press that are coming out as lies and falsehoods. And the reason they're doing it is because they're just simply trying to find attacks for the president. And That's they are, what the media is supposed to do. But they're not supposed to go unchecked. They're not supposed to make stuff up, Mike. And you That's know this because you fought, the president's job you fought the for the media. country and you know the media's job is not to make stuff up. Because I'll be, if I... They don't make stuff up. They, <laughs> all right, hang on. We got to take a quick break. And I'm not making that up. See, there's the music. I promise. We'll be right back. Uh, 340-1045. This is the Mark K Show. Stay tuned. This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K, and we just got a phone call from Mike, who served in the Navy. And, Mike, we do appreciate your service. I don't want you to think we don't. But uh, you're mistaken when you say that the media never lies. And the, and the president doesn't have to sit around and take it. You know, if, if you're saying that the media has a right to uh, keep the president accountable, the rest of us have a right to keep the media accountable. And that is a, that is a cold, hard fact. Uh, and they do lie. Brian Ross from ABC News, he lied about Michael Flynn, uh, you know, ordering, uh, saying Donald Trump was in the meeting or Donald Trump ordered the meeting with the Russians. That was a lie. And they reported it as news. And then you've got, uh, you know, you've got this other story about WikiLeaks and, and Donald Jr. and how the email came out beforehand. But really, it didn't. It was it was days before. And they reported that as news. And then and the Trump-Russia dossier was reported by CNN. It's all lies. And if, if you're going to hold the president accountable when he lies, somebody's got to hold the media accountable when they lie. Don from St. Augustine, real quick. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K. Hey, Show. Hey, I'll put my via my driver's license up against Mike's any afternoon. The, so here's what I'm going to say about that. You just told, stole most of my thunder, all right? The media, the mainstream media is the fifth column, and everybody knows what the fifth column is. It's not the fourth estate or the fourth branch of government, like Mike's pointing out. And I'll tell you, I had to take in my military service a code of conduct, or I had to take a, a swear a code of conduct that said we wouldn't lie, cheat, or steal, or tolerate among us anyone who does. Ninety percent of the truth is a fat lie, no matter how you put it. And that's what he's combating. Well, that's a great point, Don, and we appreciate your service, too. We thank you for that. And I don't want veterans going up against veterans. You guys you guys can hash it out at the bar or at the, the meetings or whatever you guys do. But we do appreciate that uh, point of view. And, look, I mean, the, fa the fact of the matter is, yeah, the media is the unofficial branch of the government. But let's keep in mind there's that, that unofficial word in there. If they were really an official branch of the government, we'd get to elect them. And, man, wouldn't that be fantastic if we could vote for who we wanted to watch on television? You know what? That actually may not be good for me. Never mind. I take that back. I, ta I, I take that back. Uh, it's the Mark K Show, 340-1045. Put that in your speed dial. Download our mobile app, too, so you can send us an open mic uh, because we'd love to hear from you. We'll be back tomorrow. And don't forget, at 7 o'clock today, uh, you want to be tuning in to watch uh, what the latest is on the Jaguars as they head to Foxborough. Action Sports Jacks countdown to kickoff. Chase for the championship. Tonight at 7 p.m. on CBS 47 and right here on News 104.5 WOKV. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.